Welcome back to another episode of The Triangle. It's your girl, CJ. And it's Miss America, former Miss America, Brandy. <laughs> you look it up. It's on Google, baby. Oh, shit, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> D is not here, but we have a special, special, special guest. It's Miss Rachel, Yay! aka uh, medical administrative assistant in a secret place. <laughs> it's not really a secret we just don't want stalkers i would want you her. to say it and then like dub over it like you said something else <laughs> in, in somebody else's voice <laughs> adhesive medical tape adhesive medical tape <laughs> no seriously I, i'm gonna try and see if that works i don't know if i can do it maybe i'll get robbed to say it or something just oh my like, god yeah it would be so random <laughs> ketchup maker like just <laughs> something that makes absolutely no sense <laughs> the ketchup maker i like <laughs> rachel's a very important ketchup maker <laughs> you'd be like but why and then we talk nothing about ketchups the whole nothing episode. about the ketchups oh my gosh anyway so today we are here to discuss a lot of medically related things with Miss Rachel, some personal stories I understand that you'll be sharing with, with us, whatever you feel comfortable with is cool with us, um, you know, and whatever details you feel like giving out. If we ask too many personal questions and you're like, a hey, bitch, calm down, just tell us. We don't right. mind, we, we don't get offended, obviously, if I'm dealing with the, the two. <laughs> Taurus, what Taurus is and Virgo. supposed to mean? <laughs> the I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Leave us alone, D. I got your back. <sighs> Shit, <laughs> D. Better come back before he don't listen. got no back to come back to. <laughs> he gonna listen to Bitch, this because I was like, I'm... are you really gonna be that guy that just you know how they have like somebody fill in for somebody and then before you know it, it's like. And now you're the new co-host of The Real because so-and-so just never came back. So. <laughs> I want an entanglement. I'm here for it. Ah! <laughs> I'm entanglement with CJ. <laughs> entanglement with CJ. Oh, no. That's too real. People would take it too seriously. We can't be doing all of that. But anyway, I don't know. Where do we want to start today? There's a lot of, lot of things. Um, we can start with statistics. We can start with a story you want to start with statistics about uh pregnancies and stuff or do we want to go s straight into a story don't everybody talk at once you know no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not talking because cj said i was gonna talk a lot so i'm not talking <laughs> <laughs> it's because somebody had a drink that was absolutely delicious looking but she already told us she was slightly sloshed that's what i'm saying that's well see she's making weird movements already <laughs> just see and rachel joined <laughs> so it doesn't matter anybody who's not cj on this podcast becomes that person for whatever oh my reason. god they do <laughs> They just fall in line, so it doesn't just, matter. <laughs> obviously, you guys listen or watch and you know what's up. And We're that's so anti-CJ. It doesn't matter who the fuck fills in. Mm -hmm. We're just like, nope. <laughs> yeah, what is up with that? Why is everybody okay with picking One on the CJ? <laughs> and, and you know, see, when CJ decided to be like, oh, the common denominator in Brandy having beef with everybody is Brandy. When we're talking about old school stuff, I'm like it's, the common yeah. denominator of people being sick of CJ's shit oh. is CJ. Oh, so oh. it's not our fault. And uh, first of all, <laughs> first of all, nobody ever gets sick of CJ. It's just oh, that where's CJ leaves. Rob, because... clap twice if you need help, bruh. <laughs> Pineapples if you under distress. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's like my favorite word to use as a fucking secret word. Pineapples. Just say pineapples. But just say pineapples. Oh, but um, I know a couple of days ago, uh-huh. um, Rachel and I were talking, mm-hmm. and we talked because we're actually friends. Shade, yes. no shade. And um, I was learning stuff in a CJS way. She would hit me with the did you knows, and I was like, what? Um, because as some people know, I would like to have another baby one day, but I know mm-hmm. time frames and you're thinking about your body and age and all this rest of this that factors into it. Right. And something we didn't even talk about with that too, Rachel, is I'm like, I, I would prefer if I'm blessed enough to have another kid, to have a black doctor, to have a black OBGYN, just because I feel safer in those settings because yeah. the, uh, the statistics are startling with how mm-hmm. many babies are dying, moms are dying when it comes to women of color. And since she works in that field, I feel like she could share light from a professional standpoint. And then anything you want to share personally without those experiences, we would love to hear. Like, I will tell you guys anything you want to know. Don't feel <laughs> Like, don't feel like you're going to hurt my feelings by bringing it up because I definitely want to um, shine light on something that I had no idea. Mm-hmm. So the story is yeah. that I found out earlier this year that I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that I was pregnant. Let me tell you how quick this went. I found out that I was pregnant like on Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh-huh. By Monday that next week. Uh-huh gone wow that was really i got no time to feel happiness i got no time to enjoy it Mm -hmm. it was literally there and then it was gone with no explanation besides these things happen and you're lucky that it happened at this state is that what the doctor told you that is what the doctor told me oh my god so let me um give you some background so (sighs) Earlier in January this year, mm-hmm. you know, I'd missed my period and I was mm-hmm. just like, me and my husband have been trying to have a baby. Mm-hmm. For, at that point, it was about a year. Okay. So we were like, okay, maybe this is not going to happen for us. He's just like, yeah, you know, like I was military. Maybe they, you know, like all the stuff that I've been exposed to, I'm not going to have kids. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, it's probably me, you know, right. just, you know. Just yeah, you get to thinking like that, that, you know? Right. So, you know, like days go by and we're both just like, man, I still haven't gotten my period yet. You know, things are feeling like my period's about to start because I get the exact same symptoms for pregnancy, like mirrored, like throwing up and mm. and like seriously, like the weight gain and the bloat and everything. Right. It all mimics the same thing, which a lot of women, you know, of course, you know, you don't know until you know. Right. So, I was like, all right, so I'm going to wait a little bit longer and then I'll test out. And my mom's just like, you know, she's just like, with these things, it's better to know as soon as possible. You should test as Mm -hmm. soon as possible just to know so that you can get your body. She goes, I know that, you know, you guys have been trying. So that means that I was already on the prenatals that I was already, you know, like not drinking. Right. Trying to get your body easier to be pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then so... One day I was drinking ginger ale and uh-huh. ginger I love ginger ale and it, it didn't taste right. Like it, it, ta- it like the taste of it literally made me sick to my stomach and I oh, went wow. and I was just like, <laughs> yeah. So I went home and I told my husband mm-hmm. and my mom and they were both like, yeah, you need to test out like as soon as possible. So I tested it and I swear I walked into the bathroom like 
Marshawn Lynch in that interview. <laughs> so I don't get a fine. Pretty right. much. You know I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm only here because I, so I don't get a fine. I walked in there confident because I was just like, we've done this before. We've been down this road. I've tested plenty of times and mm-hmm. negative. So I'm like, I'm not even thinking. Well, to my surprise, I pee on the stick two seconds later. Uh-huh. Is this and the pre- line shows up. It says pregnant in big bold letters. I'm like, we're not gonna fuck this up. We're gonna do it with like the one that says pregnant, not pregnant. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, those gotcha. lines, baby. So clear blue, that technology. So not I, technology. <laughs> good old technology. No waiting two minutes for me. Like it literally popped right up, and I was like, okay. So me and my husband kind of like take a second. We kind of like look at each other, and then we fucking start celebrating. Right. After kissing. I call my mom immediately. Wake her up because she's in Texas. So she's like right. behind me and I'm just like, oh my God. And she's excited. So we immediately start looking for OBs because the primary care doctor mm-hmm. that I had, because you're supposed to get like a pre-pregnancy appointment. I went to go get mine. And she, the only thing that they told me is that like, you've gained a lot of weight. You might have a thyroid issue, which comes more to what I was saying about black people and getting the proper medical care. Listen, like, she wasn't hearing the reason why I was there. Yeah, I, was like, I might have mm-hmm. to share mine too. Yeah, absolutely. So all she was saying is that I have a thyroid issue, and I'm just like, no. Sometimes I just get chunky when I'm stressed. Like that's so crazy, though. Down, you know, like I have a fat face, like cheeks. That's all I am is cheeks. I'm a big pie face. So <laughs> not a pie face. <laughs> I am. I'm a pie. <laughs> is big eyes, and, you know, cheeks and everything. So any whoosies. We go, we look up a doctor, we call them the next day, mm-hmm. like, all right, well, when was your last period and everything, we go through that. Mm-hmm. And about that time, I was going on eight weeks. Mm-hmm. So they were like, okay, well, you can actually have your appointment at 10 weeks. So that would be February 14th. Valentine's oh, wow. Day, right. I was like, what better gift mm-hmm. it would be? to find out the needs you're doing okay. So we book our appointment, mm-hmm. we're happy, and we sit down and I go to work the next day and I don't want to be at work because I can't think because I'm distracted. Right. Oh, yeah. So we go, we take our work early and everything mm-hmm. and we enjoy you know, life. And then, so that's like Wednesday, Thursday. So okay. Saturday morning, early in the morning, I wake up to use the bathroom as you do when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And it's dark in my room. I go to use the bathroom. Something don't feel right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> on a light and mm-hmm. on like nothing but like, you know, like the same clots you would get like when you're. When you're yeah, when your uterus gets rid of. Yeah, it's uterine lining. And right. immediately I scream. Uh-huh. I go grab my husband and I'm just like, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. Like. We need to figure it out. Like, I'm freaking out. I call my mom. My mom's just like, I bled when I was pregnant with all of you guys. It's normal to bleed a little bit. Is it a lot of bladders or a little bit? And mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, how do you know if it's a lot or a little bit? When right. Because right. you're like already freaking out that there's right. any of it showing up. Yeah. And she's like, is it like your, like, like your, your second day of your period? Like, you know, all hell's broke loose. And I'm like, no, it's more like, you know, the first day of your period when you're like sneeze and you're just like. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that Raven Simone, like, look into the. <laughs> Mm-hmm. what's going on and she's just like well wait and we'll see if it stops and if it's if it doesn't stop 
you know, she goes, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to call DC, who is our, um, our family friend, my auntie, who is a nurse. And she's like, she goes, I'm going to go ahead and give her a call. I'm going to have her call you and kind of triage you through the phone. And I was like, okay, so like, we're waiting. And I'm just like, it would be so cruel for me to find out like four days ago that this finally happened for us for it literally to end. Like, it would be so cruel, but it would be just my luck. And he was mm. just like, my husband's like, no, we can't think like that. We have to stay positive. Remember, we were reading, because we started reading books and everything, because we right. were super excited. We went out, we got books and everything. We're sitting there reading. He's just like, well, what you feel and what you do literally affects your baby. So he's like, he's like, you got to stay positive. You got to do all that stuff. So I'm sitting there and I'm just like, in my mind, I'm just like, it's over. There's no way. This is not a good sign. So mm. we have our daughter that weekend. Mm -hmm. So it's Saturday morning. She's expecting to play and everything like that. And Bryce is like, no, she needs to be resting with her feet up. Right. My auntie said, I should go to the emergency room. Mm -hmm. I tell her, I'm like, I, I can't, I don't want to take my child to the emergency room. Right, right, right. Like during the beginning stages of COVID, I really don't want her in. Yeah. Because I don't everybody's... want her mother either. I don't want her mother in her business about like, well, haha, it didn't take me that long to get pregnant. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you, you get to see the seed of mine all the time in your face. Like, I just didn't need that. So, right. Like, what? Let me just go ahead and just keep it. So, we took her home on Sunday, which is Super Bowl Sunday. Mm hmm. So we go to the emergency room, we check in, there's nobody in there, which is typical because it's Super Bowl Sunday. Most people, yeah. <laughs> most people haven't hurt themselves yet. No, it's <laughs> after the Super Bowl. They wait till halftime and right. then crazy and then all the whoop whoops and the <laughs> starts happening. So we go to the emergency room. I walk in there and the lady behind the desk is like not interested in what I'm saying. What do you mean? Like you were telling her what happened and she was just like nonchalant about getting you in there? Not like she just didn't seem like she cared. She's just like, well, what brings you in today? And I'm just like, I'm eight and a half weeks pregnant and I just started bleeding. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, oh, okay. Sign, <sighs> you know, sign this form and everything. And I'm just like sitting there trying to hold back the tears. Mean, I could feel like I'm still like bleeding and I'm just right. like, this is urgent right she's just like all right well you know we'll call you back and it takes no one was in there they call me back i go into the room it's like you know of course an hour for them to see you of course and you can At hear least. them laughing about super bowl and everything eventually a guy comes in there and puts an iv in me mm -hmm. he's just like yeah you know like what brings you folks in you know and i'm just like i'm pregnant and i'm bleeding and he's just like oh and he kind of just like backs away <laughs> And I'm just like, don't y'all have a chart or something like that? You just go come hook somebody with an IV and not even gonna and not even know right. what's going right. on. That's yeah. it's so insensitive. It's one thing to be calm in a professional way because you don't want to freak out the patient. It's another thing to do that, and there's no compassion behind that because you don't know what they're dealing with. And then even when you do know what they're dealing with, be compassionate and just not kind of flippant like. What brings you folks in? Read the goddamn room. Like, just. So finally, like, after an hour or so, the NP comes in and she, of course, asks me again, What brings you in here? And mm -hmm. my husband starts to talk and she, like, not shushes him. Uh huh. But she treated it like 
I am this abused, battered, frail woman whose husband uh, pushed her down 10 flights of stairs. And that's the reason why she's in the hospital right now. Like I have bruises all over my neck and something like that. And my husband's just like, why the hell would you treat me like I beat her? <laughs> because he's black. He's not black. What is he? My husband is Mexican and white. Oh, girl. Same he thing. If he, he's not white. Does he look white? He looks like a white. Oh, okay. Do yes. you think it was because you were bleeding? I don't know. The first things that, like, she asked me was, mm -hmm. have you guys been engaging in intercourse? Right. And I'm just like, that's the first thing you want to do when you find out that you're pregnant and bleeding, you know? Uh, yeah, right. like, last night we got it in. We had a whole right. two-hour session. It was really intense. I was like, no, like... And the only saving grace with some question like that is if you've come across enough cases where vaginal bleeding is of that magnitude is that common because we're into some freaky ass shit. Yeah. Right. And it was just it was just weird. The whole vibe was weird. Brian picked up on it immediately. I picked up on it immediately. And I was just like, why is she treating you like you are just released from jail? And I'm this like poor black girl who's in there with like her eighth abortion or whatever and she's pregnant again and now her boyfriend is throwing her down a flight of stairs like it was weird so then like the tech guy who came in early to put the iv and he comes back and he's like yeah we're gonna get ready to take you back and we're gonna do mm -hmm. it he, and i'm just like well can my husband come with me and then right. like he was like yeah of course he's just like we definitely want somebody in the room with you to support you and everything hold your hand and i was like okay cool mm -hmm. the tech comes back and gets me Mm -hmm. And the lady very rudely says to my husband as he gets up to walk me out, mm -hmm. can't come. What? So there's like, like no communication between everybody. Sir, I'm sorry. You can't come back there. It was, you can't come back here. Man. She did this by herself. And then even him being mixed and passing, some people, and I'm not speaking on like everybody that Rachel experience, but you know, some people treat you funny as soon as they see you're a mixed couple. That's what I was getting at. It's even so, if he's, even if he's white, because it's like what I said about Rob and some people he may know, he, people are going to still be behind his back and call him a nigga lover. Right. It's going to happen. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, but anyway, so, so what happened after that when you guys went, but did he get to go back there anyway? No, okay. he said absolutely not. So of course he got upset, but he mm -hmm. knows they were like, "We're gonna call security." What? And, call security. And he was just like, "I don't want to." He goes, "I can't not be there when you get back." So I'm right. gonna go outside, right? For a minute while you're back there. And when they told him he couldn't go back there, because I'm literally like I have panic attacks, so I'm sitting mm -hmm. there shaking and I'm trying really hard to remember everything, but I can't. That's the reason why I need him there. Right. I remember when I'm panicking. Mm -hmm. So they they're sitting there getting ready to wheel me back, and I'm just like, no way, I need him because I can't remember without him. Right. And they're just like, no, you'll be fine. Literally, no, you'll be fine. Wow. And that's literally her whole ass husband. My like. whole. My whole husband, legally, we've been married. That's so crazy. I just, I don't understand how that even happened. I'm not married to Rob legally yet, only been his fiance. And when he went to the hospital, I don't think I was even engaged to him at that point. And I was still allowed back there for his flu thing. I think I was engaged when he went in for his car accident. But mm -hmm. I was still allowed back there. 
Like, I don't understand why something that major, they wouldn't let your husband back there. Right. That's crazy. Well, if they were already kind of, for whatever reason, blaming him for this, because we're not saying this is right, guys. We're just trying to give you guys listening content. Um, Mm -hmm. Rachel's a very petite woman. Like, um, she's high school passable as far as stature in her face. Face and all. Face and body. You know how some people just small, but they face look old as fuck? Not her. No. So and looking like she's 12. Right. (laughs) And she's also um, a fairer, not fairer, but a lighter skin black woman. So in my group. Okay. (laughs) I could understand her kind of like, y'all are dumb as hell. (laughs) Watch YouTube just to see what they're doing. Now I sound like CJ. Baby, be me. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real. For real. But I can understand why people would treat her kind of like uh, a little. Fabergé egg like okay she's fragile we got to protect her from this guy because I can only imagine just the difference in mass and height between you and your husband if they're already assuming this had to be domestic violence which shouldn't be assumed in the first place because then it's like are people of color more violent than that's that I was getting to that you know what I mean because mm-hmm. they are assumed to be more violent which is why words like thug is like thrown around whenever you know it's casually thrown around when oh, they yeah. see thug ratchet of- ghetto that's all yeah. code for black for a lot of people right right mm-hmm. so then what happened does he like do you get medical help like do they test you out for stuff so she took me back <clears throat> and mm-hmm. she was like super rude the entire time mm-hmm like, obviously, this has never happened to me before. I've never been pregnant. I've right. never had any of this before. And she brings me back to this room. Mm-hmm. I'm without my husband. I'm visibly shaking because I'm, I'm trying in my head to calm myself down. Right. So that I can tell this lady how to help me. And she's just like, I need you to undress from the waist down. She mm-hmm. goes, put down towels because I know you're bleeding. Mm-hmm. She's just like, I need you to put your butt on this little, like, triangle. Yeah. so you can be up and everything and I'm going to stick a wand and I'm going to do an ultrasound and I was like okay and I was just like but why couldn't my husband be here there's plenty of room in this room and Mm -hmm. she's like we've had issues before with you know like loved ones and parents coming in the background for ultrasounds and we've had issues or whatever basically the lady didn't really have an explanation of why he couldn't be back there there was no legal reason it was just more of like this lady's been beat and we're gonna see if she's gonna like tell us anything so we can have the police come grab this you know this uh, yeah just trying to see what the story is i guess for reference i'm five foot <laughs> been mm-hmm. six foot <laughs> oh yeah y'all look like <laughs> yeah. i'm little <laughs> yeah that's how my mom is, and my dad she's looks. a little world pj <laughs> is probably pj was about her same size when no, she came PJ to visit for like comic-con chin on head yeah and now oh, that wow. pj is taller than me he's definitely towering over rachel oh so. wow more context for the listeners she's tiny <laughs> it's just tiny small i am small thumbelina <laughs> so bitch <laughs> after after the ultrasound and everything else did did they come up with a diagnosis did they like actually help you through any of this no what happened was mm-hmm. after the ultrasound they mm-hmm. told me that I'm probably not as far along as I thought because they, what they said initially was that my levels had dropped. Okay. 
it's like your levels are really low so a lot of times people think that they're a certain you know week along mm-hmm. it's not always accurate and i'm right. just all right, cool. And I'm just like, but my last period was in December. So it would make sense for me to be like eight or nine weeks at this point. At least, yeah, at least seven or eight, like yeah, at the least. Like seven least. going on eight. Because that's Super Bowl weekend. That's the first weekend of February. So yeah. that's at least two months already. Yes. At least. At least. And they were right. like, yeah, you're probably not as far as long as you think you are. They're like, what well, we're going to recommend for you after everything's said and done, they do like the ultrasound and then they do a, the, the vaginal test after that. And they just mm-hmm. take, um, scrapings off of your vagina yeah. with a huge tube Q-tip. Every girl yeah. with a pap is pretty much like that. Okay. Yeah. So they did that and they told me, they're like, well, you know, she goes, you don't need to have any more sex. What do you mean? Any, she goes, you don't need to have any more sex for a couple days until the bleeding has stopped. And I was just like, we're not having, I mean, obviously. So she thought that this was caused by you guys having intercourse? Uh, I mean, that's the only reason why she would say you don't have to have any more sex. Like, she's assuming. She's assuming that, like, he's, like, raping my brains out or something. That is so crazy. And raping me and doing all bad things to me. And I'm just like, this is my freaking husband. (laughs) You you got broad. Jesus Christ. All the while being super disrespectful to me. Right. Like, not acknowledging the fact that I'm just like, I am not a battered woman. I am not a battered woman. And the fact that you've asked them repeatedly that you want him in the room. Right. And like if they, because I know for a fact, and because I have friends in the medical field as well. And if they do go the route of, I can't, you can't be in the room with her, like telling the husband or boyfriend or whatever, and they do separate them at some point the woman being by themselves will tell the nurse or the doctor or whatever practitioner they're there with that something usually bad is happening or try to tell them. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that she kept asking them to have her husband in there should have been a sign of, okay, right? like this is legit. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back. I think we should talk about some of the statistics too and, and the rest of your story too. So we'll be right back. And we're back. Okay, let me start my timer before I forget. So basically, what we're getting to is that the treatment of people of color, especially Black women, especially when they have anything to do with pregnancy, is terrible. Statistically, so what I read was that Black women are three times likelier to die from pregnancy-related complications than white women are across the nation here, which is absolutely insane. Um, And the fact that they're denied proper care in general is the other thing. So, like, when you were done with all of that, did they have any aftercare for you when you left the hospital? Listen, when they told me I can go home, uh-huh. they me with the impression that I was still pregnant. They didn't tell you anything? They, they did not tell me, and this is my first time ever experiencing pregnancy, so I could not tell. <sighs> Jesus. They told me that I just needed to stay home and um, feed up, mm-hmm. relax take it easy and call my OB and see if I can get in an appointment emergency. Call the triage line and make sure that like I speak with the nurse and have them guide me. And if I didn't have an an OB, they had one for me, which we'll get into like how they tried to charge me for 
that OB that I've never seen before, but they sent my records and stuff over to him and then tried to charge me a thousand some odd dollars. For somebody you didn't see? Someone I didn't see. Someone that they had took upon themselves to. But they told you to call your own OB. Yes, because I told them I have one. They were like, well, if you know, if you don't want one or you can't get in soon enough, I can get you over to ours and they can see you next day. And I was just like, no, I'm like, they will see me. That's so, that's so insane. Like, seriously. And, and you know, miscarriages are m- more common than people do think. That is mm-hmm. one thing. So like, if you're in your first trimester, it's about 10 to 15% as, as a rate. Second trimester, I think it was one to 5%, right? So mm-hmm. it's more common, but the fact that they had no type of like mental care, no type of physical care, no type of any follow-up other than billing you for somebody you didn't Listen. even fucking see is absolutely bonkers for me. Like, I can't, I don't know how to, like, here's the thing, like, because I'm going to go into my short little story. So I thought, well, I don't think, I know that I have P- PCOS, that's polycystic ovarian syndrome where you get polyps on your ovaries and it gets very hard to get pregnant so for the longest time I didn't even think I could have a baby so I wasn't even worried about anything like that you know what I mean so like with that said I before I got pregnant I was having bouts of um, anxiety attacks and I didn't know they were anxiety attacks coupled with my lack of potassium in my body didn't know I had lack of potassium either so what happened was because of the work I was doing I was working crazy amounts of hours little sleep and all of that and all of a sudden in the middle of the night at two three o'clock in the morning I would wake up thinking I was having a heart attack like dead sleep wake up and go get my mom and be like you're gonna have to drive me to the ER and this happened like maybe I want to say like four or five times in a span of three months which is a lot going to the ER four or five times in three months. And every time I went, they would be like, you're just stressed out. You need to relax. And they would just give me this Mm. pill and be like, it'll chill you out. Did it work? Yeah, because it's a pill to keep you chill. So I would go back home. I'd be good for another week or week and a half. And then I would wake up in the middle of the night thinking I'm having a heart attack. So then I started like the fourth or fifth one, I started having heart palpitations. Now, being brown, on black and Asian on both sides, they are very high in heart related complications in both both sides for me, right? Because being black and being Asian. I'm like, shit, those were definitely palpitations. I'm definitely like about to have something happen to my heart. So I go back to the fucking ER and nothing. Same thing. You're stressed. You need to sleep. How's your food intake looking like? You need to lose weight, blah, 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 because I'm chunky and all that. You know, the typical shit that we hear that women go through. And I was like, and I, I had already made an appointment with my regular practitioner who happens to be a POC and who happens to be real chill. I miss her. She left the practice a while ago and I'm sad because she was my, my favorite and my mom's favorite. We both had the same doctor. So Miss Dr. Jacqueline, I'll just go by her first name. Dr. Jacqueline, got, I got in with her. She was like, let's hook you up to an EKG. Like something don't sound right. Like nobody's done that. The five times I went to the ER for this shit, even after I told them I had a heart palpitation. Because I was like, I would be driving and I could feel it in my heart. And I was like, am I just like anxious? What is happening? 
So it turns out my body can't like hold on to or create enough potassium to like keep my heart going. So I had to take like over the counter, like big ass pills of potassium to keep my body straight. Like, which can, like, this is a disease from, like, the 1940s that people would die from because of lack of potassium to keep your heart beating. The like, fact that it took about five times to get to that point is what we're talking bruh. about. Um, even getting more into depth with Black Lives Mattering, with Black women, women of color, um, even women that seem larger than what people have uh, mm-hmm. the patience for because mm-hmm. that fat shaming is real. I don't oh, find CJ absolutely. fat. But I can understand someone looking at her and being like, well, you just need to lose weight, honey. Oh, and this absolutely. is kind of making it your problem. Mm-hmm. And we deserve to wake up and go get treated and go get help without fear and, or anxiety that we're just going to be treated however because of how much we weigh, because of our skin tone, because of being in an interracial relationship like you guys are experiencing. Mm-hmm. That's the shit that we're talking about. And that's another layer of injustice that needs to be solved because we are I mean- concerned. The fact that only, f- what is it, 5.3% of physicians across the nation is Black. 5.3. Like, how insane is that? Like, that's it? So if And you then have- what some of them will say, too, is because <sighs> I was, I was ta- going back and forth with somebody who was Black mm-hmm. about the statistics of teaching, uh, teachers. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, most, like, 80-something percent of teachers are white women. Still. And I'm like, do you know how still? Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it would be so powerful to see more people of color, men and women in those positions to be in these kids face at a young age. So you're just not thinking that white men rule the world and their white counterparts also. And it's the same thing when we're dealing with something like physicians, but he was coming from the standpoint of, well, more people should want to be that instead of like rappers and basketball players. I was like, that is so ignorant to say, because almost every kid has a fantasy of being like, I'm going to be Superman or I'm going to be this. You have your fantastical shit, but then you have your real shit. And I'm like, it all starts with these neighborhoods and these schools. So again, Mm -hmm. we're going back to a school problem. And if our school's not getting proper funding, if I don't have the best of the best teachers, if they don't even have a will to teach because they're just sick of this shit like we are, Right. What do you expect to come out of certain like, districts and neighborhoods? Not five-star doctors. That's why it's such a big deal when you have the first um, surgeon to do something and yeah, they're we of still color. Have, here's the thing. We still have black firsts right. in 2020. Really? That's the here's problem. 2020, we are still having black, black firsts. Right? I just gave we'll myself all chills by down, saying that. All like, up and down our timeline. Like the first black senator to do this. The first female crazy. blah, blah, blah for that. And it's a big deal because it doesn't happen often. So if you don't want us to get pats on the back, because some people always feel like we're playing victim or whatever else the case, you wouldn't even have to feel like that if stuff was actually on equal playing field. If there were fair shots given from birth, that way the only reason Tyrone and Keisha didn't become a doctor or do this, that, and other, because they chose not to. Mm-hmm, not because mm-hmm. the opportunity wasn't set up for them well, to it's succeed. Like even you gotta in, go above and beyond, and it's in unfair. school districts here, like the one that my kiddo goes to, because she's the older one, she get like they give her an iPad in middle school that she keeps till senior year. They return it when they graduate. Like you can't go to a district in in the ghetto and have a school full of iPads passed out to kids from middle school to high school. Listen, they barely listen. have textbooks. They don't even have enough computers to be one in a room. Some places, you know what I'm saying. Let alone a tablet for each kid in like middle. 
kids in one classroom with one teacher. Right. So overworked, underpaid teacher. Mm -hmm. So if you really cared about that and you were really concerned about other people that look nothing like you and don't share your life experience, having what you have, Mm -hmm. you're going to start from the bottom up. You're going to get to the root cause of it. You know what else is crazy? So while doing my little research for today, um, I came across an article about the falsehoods that people still have about Black people and their tolerance for pain. This mm. shit had me fucked up. Do you know, do you uh, do know, you know? <laughs> that still to this day, the first and second year tra- medical trainees, 40% of them think that Black people have a higher tolerance to pain because they have thicker skin. And are less sensitive nerve yep, endings. That's the word. In general, they think we're less sensitive. We're talking about white medical students that they surveyed, and 40% of them said, but Black people have thicker skin with less sensitive nerve endings. This comes from the history. This is why history is so important to teach. Well, they didn't say it in the article, but I'm telling you, this is probably from, more than likely, the fact that, remember where we talked about... Um, they would operate on black women mm-hmm. without anesthesia mm-hmm. and yep. stuff like that because they thought that they could this is from like several hundred years ago oh yeah and this Harriet mentality Tubman actually had a couple done like right in her head and this See? was closer to the end of her life right yeah. in her head and so this means that that same 100 200 years ago mentality is still brewing its fucking seed in medical students that are caucasian right now the insanity of it all the fact that you have a textbook that says mm-hmm. humans have this type of skin doesn't say black people it doesn't say asians it doesn't say white people the epidermis is the same as like a white person's it's oh, just no. a it's, different... it, it ends up fitting the narrative <sighs> of the black men being savages and the black right. women just being very um just tough and we're not looked at to be Um, just bringing it back to us women of color. We're not Mm -hmm. looked at to be protected and like we're sensitive and fragile. We don't get that. And when you're already in that mindset because of society, and then maybe you think you have some books and knowledge to back that up for you. Naturally, these students are going to be like, yeah, sure, of course. I'm never surprised hearing those statistics. The fact that they think we have thicker skin because we're darker blows my fucking mind. Like y'all cannot be fucking operating on people. Oh no, but but dig this. This is how you know it's a a real mental illness. People that are prejudiced and racist, definitely. I mean like wholeheartedly heartedly because we all have our little prejudices sometimes. Yeah, But those ones that just live and breathe that shit, it's crazy how you'll believe even when it's wrong the negative stuff about black people but you don't want to believe the positive stuff that you hear. You don't want to believe none of that shit. Oh my that God. You want to debunk and go back and forth about. Do you know about the school district that got investigated because too many black kids had a high mark on their yearly fucking testing? Yeah, and too don't many tell people. Me shit out. I'm ahead. <laughs> 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 and let me tell you this this, this story stuck to me so much when I like watched it and maybe if i can find the youtube video i'll send it to y'all too you know who jane elliott is that old white lady mm-hmm. who she goes be around. People together she be gathering people gathering. by the necks 
by the neck, snatching them up by the ears, by the neck. <laughs> so if you don't know who Jane Elliott is, she's an older white lady who teaches people, they're gathering necks and ears. I don't know what's happening. She teaches um, people about racism and how race affects different groups, especially black people. And the truths about, like, I think one of the biggest ones that's going around right now is how big Africa actually is. Africa yes. is big enough to like, contain every other continent on earth so six continents can go into africa by itself not countries continents you better let people know the difference because i'm know. just saying because i had too many conversations <laughs> with people like yeah yeah because you know like europe and yeah asia i'm like no Continent. France is a continent, okay? France is not a <laughs> continent. Know, know your geography. <laughs> know I your history. So, no, but so she had this video where she had different people doing shit, but there was this old white teacher on there who was talking about, I guess she was retired at the point they were filming this, but she was talking about, God, she was telling this other white person how surprised she was when one of the little black girls fell and um, broke skin and she saw that it was pink underneath as well, like herself. Look at y'all's faces. <laughs> Look at y'all. Randy is leaving the room. <laughs> Randy left the camera. <laughs> Rachel's like, buy him out too. Everybody's leaving. I shit you oh, not. She bitch. said that. Don't she, tell me shit else. She I'm said kidding. that shit out loud. You can find it on YouTube. It's one where they segregate, oh, you know, do the whole What did she think was there? I don't know. Like, we bleed green. I don't know. Right. Like, like chocolate was, milk, like, her snakes. Like, her skin was pink like us. She was like, I didn't know that about black kids. That's how crazy they some she of them She was think. teaching till like the 80s and 90s, y'all. Listen, I'm not surprised. Like she could have taught one of us, y'all. Like, I'm not surprised because they also end up growing up in their own uh, protective social bubble. And I don't know a lot of people who are not of color that go out of their way to get that that's true. color experience unless they're being entertained by us. Exactly. If they're being entertained by us, if that it's a rap part. concert, if it's a basketball game, they're going to be around the niggas all day long. But outside of that, it's not going to be what that. What did Lil Wayne say? He said that most people in his fucking audience when he does lives and tours is white folks. Oh, they're white. Hands down, I saw Bryson Tiller twice. And mm -hmm. I think we talked about this in an episode many moons ago. Mm -hmm. Talented young brother. Mm -hmm. And the majority of the people at that uh, Detroit concert, white baby. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, white. It's just insanity. Was concert not too long ago, like two years ago. Mm -hmm. White. White. Who was this? Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah. Snoop Shit, Dogg. Him and Martha are best friends. White people are in on it now. People He's in. in on it. You got a daytime show with her smoking weed and doing cooking and things. So, <laughs> all of the things. Yeah, the they're doing things. it. Because, you know, when white people smoke, it's fancy. Oh, yeah. And when black people do it, it's Oh, bad. yeah. It's, it's bad when we're it's doing bad. it. Like, the fact that black folks are still incarcerated for smoking weed or carrying weed and white people get have magazines it. out get at the grocery store that you can buy talking about yogis and weed or cooking with fucking weed or whatever oh whole ass restaurants yeah, you know whole ass restaurants mm -hmm. as I'm soon as like, they started making it legal i'm like release everybody why is that everybody you threw not in released? there at least at least in the states where they're legal at least absolutely that should like, be the end of it um, I mean, and the fact that there's like CBD shops, I feel like the CBD shop states should do the same as well. 
I believe like, it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like weed was a way for people to self-medicate anyway. So, well, I'm just saying. Earth, it's natural. Why are we still? Like- I don't know. I ain't never heard anybody die from weed. Have you? <laughs> a weed overdose. <laughs> it's like it makes you more violent. You're more. Capable. Wow. How? What? I'm just like I'm okay. First of all, I've never smoked before mm-hmm. in my life. It's so, mm-hmm. you're right. Right. No. Like, okay. Like, like I'm I'm that lame person that's just like, oh she's okay. fun sober. That's what she is. Sober fun. She's high on life, you guys. Yes. Here, just living that old lady's life. Never once <laughs> stepping out of my bubble doing like, you know, a drug here or there, thoughting around the block or anything like no, that. No, not thoughting around the block. <laughs> not me, but that oh, no. happens. So don't even bother being good. I'm done. Live your life. I'm done. What about I'm, thoughting across the street? Not, not so much the around street. the block. No, just ma'am. Bro, you thought the street. everywhere and anywhere you want to. <laughs> I'm done. You throw that pussy from here. <laughs> I'm dead. Throw that pussy in a circle. No. Throw that pussy in a circle. I mean, I get it. I have a goody two shoes that I'm about to marry. So, you know, he he's never done drugs either. Like Rob's okay. never done drugs. I'm the fucking one with the horns. Like I would have lost my life if I bet my life because I would have bet my life. Rob no. did little The stuff. only Rob thing he no ever drugs. does or did and does is drink alcohol, which is that's it. I He's will say though, when you like alcohol, you're kind of like, I am good on everything else. <laughs> no, bitch. I was not. I did all the things under the sun. Well, not anymore, CJ, so. but you know. Did and you snort he, a line? Did you snort a line? That I never got into that. Like I, I didn't I, want I, I white feel people like that's drugs. Just too, right. right. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> I feel like you're going too, you're going too I far with that. Did, I did not want white folk drugs. What I mean feel by it. that is like heroin. You didn't want no heroin. Oak. I didn't want no hair on, hair on, hair on. You want uh, the hair on, girl? Have you ever seen anybody fucking coked yeah. out and on heroin? Honey, I used it's to scary. see so many people do it's on scary. it. They're just like, and have you seen like their how their faces like all this shit starts deteriorating? And they're I'm like, like oh meerkats that are fucking zombified. That's what that looks like. It's not a good look. I'm like, no. if I have a vice, I prefer it not to be seen on the outside. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I just I I could not do it. Skin just have like all those sores and everything, like girl, and they should be all red and raw right here, like his diaper rash or something. Girl, like, girl, like, girl. listen. So in in Japan, mushrooms so were legal till two thousand and three, April of two thousand and three. I remember this vividly because we were all sad in April of two thousand and three. Um, <laughs> But like I used to do shrooms, which have no side effects as long as you get the right stuff. Like most of them are naturally made. It's just like weed and stuff. I will never forget when I saw mermaids in the ocean. I will get not. The fuck out I'm not kidding. Every single wave at the seawall was a fucking mermaid made out of no. silver. No ma'am. Oh my god. I it's still engraved in my brain. But I will tell you this, like I, I like I said, I don't I don't ever want to condone drug use, but like, I don't feel like weed is one of those things Mm -hmm. that like when you overdose on weed, that means you're extremely high. Either you're going to be like really cautious of how you're walking around or really sleepy or really hungry. That's it. Like I think I judge people off that. Like they would even alcohol where I'm like, if you're doing your wine every other day or you're smoking your weed pretty frequently, as long as it ain't fucking up your business and your family, 
that's your business. I think that's the part because alcohol can be just as damaging or worse than weed if you're an alcoholic. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I think that falls in the same category. If you, like you said, if weed is the main reason why you're going to work to pay for your fucking vice, then you are a weed Or if something happened to where they were like, everything's illegal now, so you couldn't smoke weed or drink alcohol. And you you couldn't handle it. You can't go a month or something without that shit. You got a problem. You got a problem. I'm just saying. Like, and I used to smoke cigarettes too. Like, those are worse than fucking weed. Like, definitely worth 220 carcinogens. Every single cigarette is like, did you know? Did you know? I'm going to ruin some lives right now. Every slice of regular bacon is like smoking five cigarettes. You're welcome. I don't care. <laughs> yes, I knew that was going to happen. Yes. Somebody was going to say it. Rebel. <laughs> I'm a girl. No. no. Like, I don't care. The amount of chemicals. Yeah, the yelling. The yelling. Yes. CJ is the white woman and you're the cat sitting there. <laughs> I'm still eating it. I don't I'm know. still going to eat it, damn it. She's like, I don't Oh, God. No, seriously. Wow. When I read that, I was like, oh, well, I won't be indulging in too much pork. It's girl. pork bacon. It's not the other ones. It's, I believe it's pork bacon. Like, well, I did. I've gotten more into turkey bacon, but that's still alarming. Uh, it is alarming because I mean, you can go to Wendy's or something. I think it's Wendy's where they have like the baconator. The baconator. <laughs> that's like twenty cigarettes in a sandwich. Like if you think about it that way, you don't ever want to touch that shit again. You're and, just like, eating. Which is Someone needs to do like a video of them just eating cigarettes because uh, like, that's. That's well, apparently the equivalent. Know, and and it's really Barbecued amazing. cigarettes. Nom. Yeah. And I even went that one. I started smoking when I was like 13. Like, what the fuck were you going through, bitch? I like at 13. I was in Okinawa where everybody did it. So that She's was over there stressing like, oh, they don't have a Sailor Moon outfit in my size. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I am stressed. I off the internet. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean y'all don't have higher than a C cup? Yo, for real. Like, what is that? (laughs) No, for real, though. Like, I I started smoking and drinking and doing all the things under the sun when I was like 13 and 14. Like, when we. Is it because Dan's your brother? Because he's stressful. He is stressful, but he He stresses me out. He drank and stuff, too. I remember, like, you remember the uh, America Fest, like the 4th of July party they would do at the, like, the parking lots and the hangar? I hate these niggas. If you're not, we didn't even do nothing. We didn't even do anything. Y'all be connecting. I see y'all. I see y'all. D, I'm trying to do you so well. (laughs) Oh, she's she's excelling. She's phenomenal. (laughs) No, for real though. Remember those America Fests that we did? We actually even opened some of them. But I remember going to one of them, and my brother came from the other side with his little friends, and he was like holding this orange juice thing bottle. It was just chock full of vodka. It was just like oh my god. And I could just smell it on his breath. He was like, hey, Joanna. I was like, oh my God, what? Like, please just step away from me. But I'm like, surprised you, know, you guys are alive. Yeah, do, listen, these I'm surprised stories I I'm keep alive. hearing. The stories. Uh, the Okinawa stories are never any shit. Between Oki and San Antonio, I'm surprised that I... Oh yeah, those San Antonio stories, I'm like, girl, Dude. Texas, am I right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Texas. Because even when I came back the second time, before I settled down with my man, I was like, yep. 
<laughs> it was pretty intense. Same thing with so, the you know, that's that was that's the key. That's the Sierra CJ prayer. You cut up with people you ain't got no business being with, like she was with Future, like CJ was with Half <laughs> Texas. And then Texas. you meet your husband. <laughs> you gotta, listen, I feel like you should cut up a little bit. That's just me. It worked for me because I got it out of my system. Like, I don't even want to go to a club no more. I don't want to go to a bar. Like, if I go to a bar, I want to be be like an upscale, loungy, jazzy type of yes. thing where I can chill. Like, even bottle service now. Yes. Like, you know, like the one... Or like we go to like a dinner and a show. We a fucking I'm not gonna old lie though. I still now. enjoy at least once a year a good hole in the wall ratchet spot. However, it's like a 35 and up hole in the wall ratchet spot. Oh, like that way that, it's it's our level of it. It ain't really like 21 year olds and shit. So we did that. Well, that was that. our once a year fetish ball where we put on costumes and went all out. Yeah. So right? I don't mind like Dude, having that bar like is that. closed because of COVID. I'm not surprised. Oh, so that thing had been around for 30 some odd years, man. I'm, I'm hoping they come back, though. I hope they come back strong. We'll see. I can't go nowhere, though, this year, probably. Oh, honey, that's a wrap on this year. I keep telling people, save it for next year, because this Listen. is it. Listen. You better hope them tickets are refundable, because... Why are you playing? Shit. Because I was supposed to be in Lloyd's face for the Millennium Tour in, like, April, and... Dude, girl, I bought... Throwing that ass. I got, I'm not throwing that ass. <laughs> that ass. Man, we gonna She's find her with Lloyd on too. Instagram. Hey! <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Disclaimer, we don't own okay, any we're rights. Anyway. We're gonna any anyway. rights to the song, music, any of that belongs to the artist. Thank you. <laughs> CJ always says Rachel, okay. why are you doing this to me? What do you want? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you <laughs> Demetrius today. Yes. I identify as Demetrius. I'm, I'm done. I am no Listen. I remember your dance. Oh my oh god, god, that was so Love scary. High school. Oh my god, that's I so was scary. your Joe. <laughs> okay. Joe until I got on dance team after you left because I wouldn't be able to make it when you were there. Oh no. Your your tiny heart would have exploded with my bitchiness. Like I probably Rachel probably would have been fine because when she was on the dance team, apparently I took over the bitchier role. And you know, <laughs> I can see it. Can Demetrius see it. was too passive, so I'm like, I got a five, six, seven, eight, you bitches together because so ain't nobody changed. Huh? Rachel would be over it if like girl nothing changed. <laughs> Rachel would be over it if Rachel's that person in the group project where it's like y'all need to practice more than I do. Like I got my part. I ain't got shit else to do. So she would just kind of sit on the side. Like, I'm good. Like, no team effort. You guys got it? Because I, I like, got five, it. Five, six, seven, eight. And while She's like, I'm got it. Over there. And I'm like, I got it. I'm over here in, the, I'm over here in a separate mirror. Like, <laughs> it, getting it, like, super hard. Playing music in her own headphones. Just. Good old, and I was always the ad lib. I was always <laughs> the one for the ad lib. You were just like, Rachel, your arms are doing something different. But I like it. Everybody else, follow that. <laughs> <laughs> Do what she did. Oh, right there, oh now. my God. Well, I think see? that comes from, there's a difference. You know how we like all our dance videos. And sorry, you guys, you're going to listen to our talk about our old dance. <laughs> our off-tasking. <laughs> our off-task. Um, it's a difference when you're doing choreography and somebody, you're technically doing the choreography, but it's your style, your flavor. So right. you'll see something, you'll be like, ooh, that's cute. Or I like how she flicked her wrist. I like mm -hmm. how he just did his glide. Because that's their style. That's right. their interpretation of the moves they just learned. So I love seeing people dance like that. So yeah, it was very much like, 
not so much do it like Rachel, but it's like, can you put your own stank on it a little bit? Because what we kept getting were like, people in the dance team that wanted to dance exactly like Demetrius and I were doing. And the reason we all did so well with just being the five, six of us is because we were all so different. It was really different. Like we did the same moves, but it was definitely like the five, six flavors of it. Like... It was never like the same ass thing. What's your flavor? Oh, tell Lord. me what. Anyway, your anyway, we gotta wrap this up. But um, <laughs> thank you for coming, Rachel. Oh Lord, they doing it up. <laughs> thank you for telling your story because there's, yes. uh, like Rachel said, there's so many women that go through miscarriages and don't say anything. It and... happens more than you think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would have never have known until I went into the hospital like the week after work, and mm-hmm. I like had told my, my supervisor why mm-hmm. I was out. And then she had told, because I work with the mainly female, she had told the doctors up there. And she was just like... My friend experienced the same thing. She has gone to several. I can't name her or anything, and I'm not going to. She can come on and tell her story, too, if she wants to. But she had had to... I went to one of her appointments with her, and the dude was... The doctor himself was a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like... He's supposed to be a neuro- neurological like specialist. And I was just like, I know you're not talking to us like that. And then he was like questioning her things. And then he turned around and asked me the same question. Do you do that? I was like, uh-huh. it ain't about me. Uh-huh. Right. And why are you talking to us? Like we stupid. I was like, oh, I see. What made it worse was he was also brown too, but like Middle Eastern brown. And it made oh, yeah. me even more upset. Because yeah. I was like, you you are part of our fucking, like, narrative. What the fuck? Just, but it's the medical field. He was probably more, like, um, identifying with white people or being around them. Because yeah. you're crying, you're, when you crawl up certain ladders, when you're being more educated, unfortunately, it just looks more and more white. So you just assimilate with all that shit. A lot so of times people do. you have people, people that are trying to relate to you, like, hey, come on now, you they with do. us. They're like, no, I'm not exactly that's crazy but anyway for real i i really we both really appreciate you coming in i'm sure d will appreciate appreciate you filling in his ridiculousness (laughs) as well he's gonna listen or watch this he'd be like "Uh -uh, uh -uh, i'm gonna have to change my schedule i ain't come on back if you ever need someone to fill in Uh uh-oh can you fill me in oh no (laughs) oh my god he was one of my shout out to craig david because i was living he's for still him. putting out music you he know? is i still got it on my playlist baby yes. his his music is still hidden i don't even care i love and he his can old still sing live r&b sounding can he sing live though do you sound good live though? he still sings good live i'm like yeah that's the good part i've been to a million chris brown concerts let me tell you oh child we finna leave chris alone now we finna leave chris alone <laughs> chris brown but i oh. went to i've been to like four or five concerts it don't sound that great girl you no. know he can't sing do, but, do you really go to a chris brown concert to hear him sing no but absolutely. usher baby usher can sing well, usher can oh yeah sing. usher can still sing for sure although he still kind of struggles a bit with dancing which i feel like when you're an artist you get yourself in that hole where if you're doing too much on stage even when you're 40 and 50 people are still expecting that yeah. and i'm like mariah carey did it right because she's like i'm gonna drink the champagne and y'all finna get yes, these songs you about to I'm dance behind me <laughs> she was like i'm, I'm not, not i'm just gonna be like 
Give me your love. love. She's like, boy, you look so good. Got disclaimer. We don't don't own any music, words, lyrics, none of that. I can't. Anyway, I guess this is where I wrap up where they go crazy a little bit at the end. So if you've enjoyed our podcast thus far, please make sure to subscribe to one of your favorite podcast platforms. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure that you hit the like button, comment below, hit that notification bell. I can't believe they just keep going. Um, we drop our new episode every Tuesday, every Thursday at noon central. And our low, low, low news angle current events episode is every Monday at 9 a.m. Look at that. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, well, stay woke, stay safe, blessed, logical. If you're black, stay black. If you're not, support POC and allies unite. We will catch you later. Bye. 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 Bye.